Section 5 of Violets and Other Tales. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by James K. White, Chula Vista. Violets and Other Tales by Alice Moore. Section 5 A Plaint and In Unconsciousness. A plaint. Dear God, tis hard, so awful hard, to lose the one we love and see him go afar with scarce one thought of aching hearts behind, nor wistful eyes, nor outstretched yearning hands. Chide not, dear God, if surging thoughts arise and bitter questionings of love and fate, but rather give my weary heart thy rest and turn the sad dark memories into sweet. Dear God, I fain my loved one were near, but since thou willest that happy thence he'll be, I send him forth, and back I'll choke the grief rebellious rises in my lonely heart. I pray thee, God, my loved one joy to bring. I dare not hope that joy will be with me, but ah, dear God, one boon I crave of thee, that he shall ne'er forget his hours with me. In Unconsciousness There was a big booming in my ears, great heavy iron bells that swung to and fro on either side, and sent out deafening reverberations that steeped the senses in a musical melody of sonorous sound. To and fro, backward and forward, yet ever receding in a gradually widening circle, monotonous, mournful, weird, suffusing the soul with an unutterable sadness as images of wailing processions of weeping empty-armed women and widowed maidens flashed through the mind and settled on the soul with a crushing or pressing weight of sorrow. Now I lay floating, arms outstretched, on an illimitable waste of calm, tranquil waters. Far away as I could reach, there was naught but the pale, white-flecked green waters of this ocean of eternity. And above, the tender blue sky arched down in perfect love of its mistress, the ocean. Sky and sea, sea and sky, blue, calm, infinite, perfect sea, heaving its womanly bosom to the passionate kisses of its ardent sun-lover. Away into infinity stretched this perfectibility of love. Into eternity I was drifting, alone, silent, yet burdened still with the remembrance of the sadness of the bells. Far away they told out the incessant dirge, grown resignedly sweet now, so intense in its infinite peace that a calm of love, beyond all human understanding and above all earthly passions, sank deep into my soul, and so permeated my whole being with rest and peace that my lips smiled and my eyes drooped in access of fulsome joy. Into the illimitable space of infinity we drifted, my soul and I, borne along only by the network of auburn hair that floated about me, in the green waters. But now a rude grasp from somewhere is laid upon me, pressing upon my face. Instantly the air grows gloomy, gray, 
and the ocean rocks menacingly while the great bells grow harsh and strident as they hint of a dark fate i clasp my hands appealingly to the heavens i moan and struggle with the unknown grasp then there is peace and the sweet content of the infinite nirvana then slowly softly the net of auburn hair begins to drag me down below the surface of the sea oh the skies are so sweet and now that the tender stars are looking upon us how fair to stay and sway upon the breast of eternity but the net is inexorable and gently slowly pulls me down now we sink straight now we whirl in slow eddying circles spiral-like while at each turn those bells ring out clanging now in wild crescendo then whispering dread secrets of the ocean's depths o oh, ye mighty bells tell me from your learned lore of the hopes of mankind tell me what fruit he beareth from his strivings and yearnings know not ye why ring ye now so joyful so hopeful then toll your dismal prophecies of o'ercast skies years have passed and now centuries too are swallowed in the gulf of eternity yet the auburn net still whirls me in eddying circles down down to the very womb of time to the innermost recesses of the mighty ocean and now peace perfect unconditioned sublime peace and rest and silence for to the great depths of the mighty ocean the solemn bells cannot penetrate and no sound not even the beatings of one's own heart is heard in the heart of eternity there can be nothing to break the calm of frozen eons in the great white hall i lay silent unexpectant calm and smiled in perfect content at the web of auburn hair which trailed across my couch no passionate longing for life or love no doubting question of heaven or hell no strife for carnal needs only rest content peace happiness perfect whole complete sublime and thus passed ages and ages eons and eons the great earth there in the dim distance above the ocean has toiled wearily about the sun until its mechanism was failing and the warm ardor of the lover's eye was becoming pale and cold from age while the air all about the fast dwindling sphere was heavy and thick with the sorrows and heartaches and woes of the humans upon its face heavy with the screams and roar of war with the curses of the deceived of traitors with the passionate sighs of unlawful love with the crushing unrest of blighted hopes knowledge and contempt of all these things permeated even to the inmost depths of time as i lay in the halls of rest and smiled at the web floating through my white fingers but hark discord begins there is a vague fear which springs from an unknown source and drifts into the depths of rest fear indefinable unaccountable unknowable shuddering pain begins for the heart springs into life and fills the silence with the terror of its beatings thick 
knifing, frightful in its intense longing. Power of mind over soul, power of calm over fear avail nothing. Suspense and misery, locked arm in arm, pervade eonic stillness, till all things else become subordinate, unnoticed. Centuries drift away, and the giddy old reprobate earth, dying a hideous ghastly death with but one solitary human to shudder in unison with its last throes, to bask in the last pale rays of a cold sun, to inhale the last breath of a metallic atmosphere, totters, reels, falls into space, and is no more. Peel out, ye brazen bells, peel out the requiem of the sinner. Roll your mournful tones into the ears of the saddened angels, weeping with wing-covered eyes. Toll the requiem of the sinner, sinking swiftly, sobbingly into the depths of time's ocean. Down, down, until the great groans which arose from the domes and ionic roofs about me told that the sad old earth sought rest in eternity, while the universe shrugged its shoulders over the loss of another star. And now the great invisible fear became apparent, tangible. For all the sins, the woes, the miseries, the dreads, the dismal achings and throbbings, the dreariness and gloom of the lost star came together, and like a huge genie took form and hideous shape, octopus-like, which slowly approached me erstwhile happy, and hovered about my couch in fearful menace. O oh, shining web of hair, burst loose your bonds and bid me move. O oh, time, cease not your calculations, but speed me on to deliverance. O oh, silence, vast, immense, infuse into your soul some sound other than the heavy throbbing of this fast disintegrating heart. O oh, pitiless stone arches, let fall your crushing weight upon this Stygian monster. I pray to time, to eternity, to the frozen eons of the past. Useless. I am seized, forced to open my cold lips. There is agony, supreme mortal agony of nerve tension and wrenching of vitality. I struggle, scream, and clutching the monster with superhuman strength, fling him aside and rise bleeding, screaming, but triumphant, and keenly mortal in every vein, alive and throbbing with consciousness and pain. No, it was not opium, nor nightmare, but chloroform, a dentist, three obstinate molars, a pair of forceps, and a lively set of nerves. End of section 5. Recording by James K. White, Chula Vista.